Rebel podcast with with me, Joe Yule. That is the sound of some wonderful ducks, actually, in Hyde Park. Um, I just cycled here from London Fields this morning um, for a little stroll, as I like to do in the morning, as you've probably heard on this podcast before. Always gets my day off on the right foot, just to get a little bit grounded um, in nature first thing but before any of that happened actually um, I cycled here um, down the same route that I used to take when I lived in East London um, and worked at BBC Six Music and it was just something really special actually about cycling through town um, in convoy in sort of camaraderie with the sort of like-minded two-wheeled rebel community refusing to get on the buses refusing to get on the sweaty old stinky old disease-ridden tube and go it solo and yeah just turning up at work back in the day a little bit warm of brow um or absolutely sopping wet through to my pants um there was never really a happy meeting when i lived in london um of any description and um but i did love sorry that duck looks quite vicious a little bit scared there for my little open-toed sandals um yeah i think i don't know what i was saying now but there's just something very life-affirming and exciting and fun and that really gets your day off on the right foot when you do do something like that something that really fires you up so whether it's cycling weaving in and out of the traffic and um yeah feeling quite unique I suppose um, for not conforming for not getting on the public transport the reason I stopped catching it actually really was after the Madrid train bombings and I went to um, a memorial service for them as a reporter for Virgin Radio and I just I really got the fear of God into me after that um, about public transport it just really clicked something um, within me that made me not fancy getting on another train and then I happened to pass a skip in Islington somewhere with a really awesome racing bike hanging out of it that I was then informed I could help myself to um, needed a little bit of work but not much and then from there I really never looked back and you know it was only probably three or four or maybe less years that the London bombing um, kicked off and I actually happened to be I'll never forget the text messages that poured in around that time were um my god Joe are you okay where are you where are you and actually I couldn't understand what the hell was going on I was actually lying on a beach in Figueretas in uh, in Ibiza during that period and I remember my fellow and co-reporter Adrian Larkin freaking out and telling me he'd been one of the first people on the scene to one of the oh my god there's a wacky great big dog almost as big as a horse running through the ducks in the puck creating chaos and carnage that was actually really funny <laughs> a 
bless bless the ducks they got the fright of their lives um so yeah adrian was there and yeah i think it's probably traumatized him for, for i don't know if you ever get over things like that um and that further really put my desire to grab any public transport um firmly on the back burner so unless i was going out on a boozy one i really never never used to catch any of the options available in London. I think I'm going to take a little seat, actually. I've just walked just had some nice lunch at the Serpentine Gallery. Um, and I've also had a great cycle around all of those old places in London that I used to work in radio. Um, the Cumberland Hotel, just near here, on the corner of Hyde Park, where I set up an independent radio station from the Carbon Bar. And I've been to Golden Square, where I used to work at Virgin Radio, and then had a little cycle at Portland Place. Um, Great Portland Street, where, of course, BBC HQ was for all those years that I worked there for BBC Six Music. So quite a morning of reflection. Um, Just sort of, yeah, thinking about my London radio roots. And it's just kind of reminded me, really, I suppose, why this project um, got born. And that is that it's very tricky I think sometimes in a big city to walk your own walk and do your own thing and set up something that kind of um, is very different from the way this city is set up however having cycled around this morning and just seen the absolute abundance of amazing yoga studios and health cafes and um, places to reset uh, recharge and relax um, I'm feeling a little bit different about it uh, the last few visits which is great because it is just such a fun, 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 fun place to be um, if you do come back to hang out with friends or, um, yeah, do the social thing. So I've had a really lovely time. Um, but since the last podcast episode, which was more than a week ago now, I didn't put one out last week because I have felt a little bit like the pinball wizard um, in the last week. Finished my retreat on Tuesday for the Reset Rebel retreat, which was amazing really epic great 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 mix of women um coming together to yeah to really kind of bond and get into some um movement meditation really of epic proportions we did a lot of hiking um we did some lovely paddle boarding which was one of my favorite things that we did actually particularly with one lady you could hardly stand up um, when we first took off, which is a bit like Bambi on ice, and by the end of it, she was downward dogging on that thing and full of confidence. Oh my god, there's ducks running towards me. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, how funny. Terrified by a couple of fluffy ducks. Um, and she found her wings, really, much like these ducks, I guess. Um, she really did, and it was such an amazing and epic moment to, to witness the look on her face and the jubilance. Um, from going from sort of uh, zero to hero, really, in under an hour. So um, I'm not going to name any names, but, yeah, I was really chuffed for her, um, really chuffed. And the other highlight was, of course, going for our new moon meditation um, after some lovely raw cacao elixirs I made with a bit of um, love potion. We went off to Woo Moon, and I was a little bit apprehensive, kind of throwing six or seven people in different directions as we sort of scattered upon entry and I was thinking oh how's this going to go down but actually I held um 
held bass at the front of the main stage for the whole night and people just kind of kept coming back and seeing me and having a little dance together and then wandering off again and exploring and it was kind of perfect it was really perfect and I didn't know what to expect and I didn't know if it could have gone a little bit AWOL you know maybe some people were going to go off and do their own thing and I wouldn't see them again until the following morning but actually it didn't pan out like that and it actually went swimmingly um, and everybody on that little journey of exploration at Wee Moon yeah kept it real and all came back together at the end of the evening covered in their amazing glittery makeup and gems and kind of tribal warrior feathers and god knows what else they picked up along the way <laughs> having had the time of their life it was just really a lovely lovely evening um, and really set us free I think to move even more the next day particularly in class I got very carried away got very hot and sweaty um, but yeah it really was kind of yeah a feeling of just like real uplifting I think um, during that whole weekend and I left with wind beneath my wings that I didn't have at the start of the weekend for sure um, but what I hadn't anticipated was to be witness to a rather nasty car crash on the day that it, fin it finished and just being the first person on the scene of um, car upside down and thankfully the lady inside was okay but it was quite tough to get her out before the police arrived and smoke was pouring out of the out of the bonnet so it was all a bit nerve-wracking um, and I must admit I suffered a bit of emotional kind of uh, reset myself in the aftermath because actually it wasn't that long ago that I rolled the car myself on Ibiza and I think it just really brought everything back and um, felt really yeah just a bit introspective in the aftermath of all of that uh, and then I came back to London to see my father again and I've been sort of caught up in a lot of his trauma recently with a very sad separation of him and his partner who's got Alzheimer's um, and without going into that story any further because it's really not necessary I just feel like I wanted to put out today's podcast with today's guest who is a very 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 special lady I'm just walking through the middle of yeah Hyde Park uh, Lido at the moment. I didn't even know that. The Serpentine Lido. I'm just wondering what all that noise was. Anyway, um, she is a sound therapist. She's called Jodie Swingler. Um, and she's just an absolute angel. She's really sweet, lovely, bubbly, um, fun, hilarious, um, warm hearted woman. And she was a massive support to me when I first arrived to Ibiza for lots of reasons but primarily because she was running a studio that I actually started teaching at. And um, I used to love coming out of my classes there just to walk into Galleria de Elefante, this wonderful boutique next door where she was working, and just to get one of her hugs at the end of um, my class. They were just the best. But you know someone that just gives a bloody good hug, like literally scoops you up with their entire person and gives you a good old squeeze I think there's nothing more amazing than the power of human energy when it's transferred like that and um, she was the best at hugging basically that I had ever met up until that point and um, I haven't tried her hugs recently but I'm sure they haven't uh, changed or uh, lost any of their magic um, but she does some pretty magic things on the island um, as I said she's a sound therapist and a healer 
and I've had her do many, many, many sound healings on my retreats in Ibiza because she's just, yeah, she is pretty, pretty awesome. Um, so when she invited me to go to the sound healing therapies that she does every week um, at a hospital in Ibiza with some people that are suffering from Alzheimer's, I absolutely snapped her hand off. I really wanted to go and check it out and see what she does um, because of my own sort of situation that was unfolding with my dad. And actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still yeah blown away really by what unfolded and what is going to continue to unfold because she's still doing it and she's actually making a documentary about it. Um, and she's also looking for a little bit of funding for it. So I meant to put this out ages ago. I haven't. Um, but I feel now is the perfect time for it in many ways. So I'm going to introduce you to one of my favourite Reset Rebels this week on the podcast. And um, yeah, I just leave you to enjoy the trip that we both took into Ibiza town uh, a few months ago now. Don't go away. Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. Reset Rebel Coming to you every day just jumped in the car with Jodie Swinger, as we're going to call her for the rest of today, because we can. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. So lovely to be here on this journey with you into the Beta Town. I'm really, really excited and honoured to be along for the ride. Where exactly are we going? We are going to Caceres in Figueretas, which is a residential hospital, um, mainly for people living with Alzheimer's and dementia. And then how long have you been visiting these patients there? Every Wednesday, minus a few when I've had to leave the island, since 2012. Wow, that's quite a, a decent commitment there for a place like Ibiza. <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes, um, um, for personal reasons, I can't come. And during the summertime, because it gets so hot in the hospital, um, the hospital actually puts me on hold for a couple of months. And they have other activities, so during the summer I don't go, but then other than that, it's, it's every Wednesday. Wow, and so how many patients are, are living there at Cancidas? Gosh, that I don't know. Um, it's a four-floor four residential, and they have a huge communal um, like salon space. Um, but the, the, the people that come to the group, it varies between 5 up to 10 to 15 to 20. I think I've had one group where I had 35 people in the space. And what made you sort of, you know, come up with this amazing idea to try out the sound healing therapies on people with Alzheimer's? Well, it wasn't actually my decision. There is a lady, and I'm going to tag her here, hopefully we can tag her in the podcast, Bettina Maureen G, who was a sound therapist living in Ibiza. When I came originally to Ibiza, I googled who was doing what, and I contacted Bettina Maureen, and she had already set this work up in the hospital, and I went to join her, and then from there it grew. And as she, when she left the island, she very gracefully handed the association over to me. And since 2012, I've been kind of flying solo with it. Although now I've got lovely team members that you'll meet today as well. Amazing. I mean, 
you know, I have obviously had you or had the pleasure of your your sound therapies and healings on my own personal yoga retreats, which I, you know, still do and absolutely love. And I've been to lots of your sessions at Galleria d'Elefante and Santa Gertrudis at your other studio space over the years. And it is one of the most incredibly healing things that um, one can kind of absorb themselves in. But I'm just fascinated as to what the uh, the actual effects are that you've witnessed, I guess, over those uh, five or almost six years now uh, of actually taking this journey every Wednesday you will see a very very different session today the sessions you've experienced and that I offer for retreats is very passive um, but the session we bring to the hospital is very active so it's it's more music based and there is sound but it's really getting them to participate in singing vocal exercises smiling dancing you'll see a very different session today Amazing. That sounds really, really beautiful. I didn't realise it was quite kind of like a more of an interactive session, which yeah, that sounds absolutely gorgeous. And what you know, what what would you say that this sort of therapy does for them exactly in terms of how can it heal them? I guess first off it's interaction and connection with people through music. Um, sometimes when they come into the room you can see they're very tired or they might not have slept well. Um, but as soon as the session starts and we progress, the eyes light up, the smiles come. Um, some of them recognise me, some don't. But as soon as we start singing, I can just see in their eyes that they recognise the, the, the music and the songs we're doing. And it's just that it gets them out of themselves, it gets them out of the, the realm they're in, in whichever state and um, level of Alzheimer's or dementia they have and the music just brings them out and you can just see it through their body their eyes their smiles um, and then they can take that with them for the rest of the day and hopefully the rest of the week I mean personally um, one of the reasons I wanted to accompany you today was because my dad's partner um, who's been with for almost 30 years has recently um, suffered suffered this exact same uh, disease which is is actually just very very devastating for the people around to witness as well as obviously I'm sure for the person themselves and I think for me what I've kind of seen through this deterioration process is that um, yeah the person who's actually suffering just kind of feels very frustrated and there are flashes when it's almost like they know that they are starting to forget things and repeat themselves and I think this brings up a lot of anger and frustration obviously and then obviously that's forgotten about again and it you know it can come back and it's sort of like a cyclical journey of like pain and anger and frustration and forgetting and remembering and then you see a flash of that person coming back and that's almost like the most painful part for those around to witness that person still being there in all their glory but then you know then then they're lost again so I'm imagining that this sound therapy kind of brings that person back to life I guess momentarily or for the time that you're there and and engages that person which for me I'm oh I'm feeling a little bit choked up (laughs) just talking about it so I I'm really looking forward to seeing that I'm really looking forward to having you there and it's true and there's one um lady there who I've been seeing for a while and um just recently she started asking me my name so I tell her and then she tells me her name and then later on in the session again she'll ask she'll ask me my name and she'll tell me her name Um, and that's happened within the last couple of months that I've really seen that side of her but when she sings um, the music's still there the words are still there 
and and I don't let on that um, that we have met before. If when she asks me her name, uh, when she asks me my name, I tell her, and when she tells me her name, I say, Encantada, it's pleased to meet you. So you know there isn't this frustration of, you know, I say, oh well, I know your name because you know, I don't want that frustration to come. And then I think the further the stages of this this illness, this disease. I think the pain is then for the loved ones more so because once that awareness, that self-awareness um, does diminish, um, then it's it's the ones that are loving and caring that that can see this this loss of the self. I think, yeah, that is exactly it. And I think that your response to that is perfect and exactly as it should be because that's also, having watched those interacting around um, my, dad's, my dad's partner, um, it's that uh, frustration of the response and anger when you're getting fed up with that person asking the same question but actually the only thing and the kindest thing and the most appropriate thing that you can do is just respond as if that's the first time they've ever asked that question and that's the only way to go because it's just not fair that person has absolutely no idea they've asked that question previously and it's devastating for them to be you know you know no one wants to be repeating themselves like an old broken record do they so of course that is the only way forward and that's beautiful that you can be like that with them yeah and it happened last week um more so last week I think she asked me three or four times and every time I mean how exciting that I get to meet these people not only meet them again the next week but if I can get to re-meet them in the same session and have that same spark of encantada wow let's share that together it's really nice to meet you (laughs) (laughs) and I just love that to re-meet someone and to yeah just to just the joyous kind of encounter can continue to happen it's not even like a it's like groundhog day you know it is the same experience but it's just as good the next time and it will continue to be so if you continue to respond um in exactly the same way and that's a decision that you can make to re-encounter that person with exactly the same kind of intention and and the beauty of that kind of like re-meeting i feel so i feel so Interrupting today's broadcast just to let you know uh, that Giggle Water are sponsoring this podcast series uh, based on the island of Ibiza. Um, so Giggle Water is a lifestyle brand with a passion for value, uh, innovation and a strong social mission. And it's been founded on the island um, and the idea of living a life of balance, happiness and health. Um, and this week, uh, as a massive gift, um, as they come on board, they're offering a free space in true tradition of this podcast on their giggling Buddha Live Life uh, in Balance Retreat with I Am Wellness from the 30th of September to the 4th of October. Um, And the Lucky Reset Rebel um, applicant will join them, uh, join us in fact, for an extraordinary adventure of wellness and yoga uh, because I'm also going to be teaching on that wonderful event and I'm really, really excited as well as our previous podcast guest, of course, uh, Trish Whelan from Soul Adventures, who is, of course, a Kundalini yoga teacher. And there's going to be plant-based food, nutrition, uh, creative art and photography lessons with um, the artist, Victor Spinelli, um, numerology and life coaching, hikes um, to some of the most exotic and remote secret places on the island, and some sailing around the islands of Ibiza and Formentera to visit biodynamic vineyards and to learn about living wine. So this 
is sounding pretty epic uh, in my book. And retreaters are going to be experiencing exclusive lunches and dinners in unique locations, sunset drumming, conscious dance, sound and music therapy, as well as a quantum thinking and healing workshop, uh, detailing how we can rewire our brains and recondition our bodies and thoughts to make lasting changes to our lives. Live, love, sparkle. That is their tagline. And um, if you don't come out of there living, loving and sparkling just a little bit more, um, I will be shocked after we finish with you. So do send us an email if you want to get involved um, on that retreat space to just the good news, please, with just a little bit about what is going on in your world right now and why you need a reset. Or maybe you're going to recommend a friend, but it'd be really, really lovely to hear from you. So do please at Poppers Align. We'd love to hear from you. I read something about Alzheimer's and dementia that I can't remember the way around, but they are, I think the definition was they are in time, in time with everyone, but they're not of time. Or it was either of time, but not in time. Their, their time realm becomes so personal to themselves so the time as we know it and the days of the week and everything as we know it that kind of slips away and they become within their own time so every time I come here repetition is amazingly good like as you'll see well what's the day today they know I come every Wednesday but it'll be what's the day today so someone will think and oh I'm not sure but the more I can repeat I come every Wednesday what's the day today we repeat the days of the week the years of the month um, and our repetition is good, repetition is good and I think that's why music helps because music is so repetitive and the studies that are coming out now with music and people living with Alzheimer's and dementia the studies are amazing and we're still researching exactly why and how it works because music seems to par- um, bypass that certain neurological path in the brain music has its own path and you'll see that today So you've obviously, you know I mean, you must have done a lot of studying on, on, on how music can affect people's psyche and through the work that you do on, obviously, yoga retreats and the, obviously the one-to-one sound healing therapies that you also do and lots of other things besides. But, I, you know, I do feel like music is one of the most healing tools that we have as human beings in our world and you know whether that be from an actual you know sound healing to just singing in the car on your way somewhere to you know change the vibration it's it is an amazing thing and it does definitely trigger um, a different part of the brain uh, for sure so I I really am interested to see that how this is going to work I think what I do find fascinating though as well is is you know I mean uh, my dad's partner we'll call her Margaret she has got a name <laughs> she doesn't need to be called my dad's partner anymore really they've been together 30 years um, you know Mags has you know she will be able to remember the, the words to a song from way back when but obviously her, it's, her, it's almost like her short term memory has just been unplugged and as my dad describes it as like you know there's a recorder on like a tape recorder but it hasn't been switched on and it will just continue to play out till the end of time obviously and it's only unfortunately theoretically going to get worse you know you never know um but yeah obviously obviously that's why um I guess music is a powerful tool in that regard because it just it's instantaneous but it also is something that's deeply rooted and you know you never know why you remember all these lyrics to songs from way back when I mean we've all got a repertoire I reckon in our back catalogue somewhere buried in there in the back recesses of our brain where you know it's mad isn't it how you do remember lyrics to songs for like you haven't heard for years and years and years it's like riding a bike they say once you've ridden a bike you, you your body never forgets and i had the most amazing 
um, experience a couple of months ago um, where I really saw firsthand that the body has its own memory and that can be said when you ride a bike your body remembers the mechanisms to riding a bike um, it's the same now driving the car I can speak but I know when to change gear I know when to indicate and um, I took a keyboard into the hospital a couple of months ago because one of the ladies was a piano teacher um, but that lady was away that day so we offered the keyboard to someone else and this lady um, came up to play who normally just sits there very quietly in her own space she came up to the keyboard and I, it must have been over five years that she'd played a keyboard and her fingers just started to play this tune and this melody beautifully. Um, first time we, I, we just cried, uh, all of us together. And then the second time I wanted to record it, but I think because she knew she was um, being filmed, she was slightly more self-conscious. But that's the body having its own memory. <clears throat> and I think with music, you can hear a song from the first time you went on a date or the song you heard when you were five years old and you can instantly go back to that place you can the same smells you can feel how you felt you remember maybe what you were wearing and that part doesn't seem to be lost through the condition of Alzheimer's and dementia there's a, an amazing amazing documentary um, called Alive Inside that I watched again it had me in tears there's some amazing links on YouTube and it was watching that that inspired me to want to make the documentary um, with, with the, the people in this hospital. Um, because this man is using exactly that. He's using songs from people's childhood or their prom years. And they can instantly remember... Some of these people haven't spoken really for a long time. They hear this music and they're instantly reliving what was going on in this time of the music. And my work as a sound therapist is taking music and reducing it back to its essence, which is just sound. So music is a combination, it's structured sound. Um, so here it's structured sound, it's very music, but through the sound therapy work, it's taking that a little bit deeper and just reducing that, um, the, the order and the construction of the music into sound. And the body recognizes that somewhere through the body memory, the cellular memory, um, which seems to bypass like you said, the, the short-term memory that um, people with Alzheimer's seems, seems to seem to lose first is that short-term memory. I think you're right. It's, it's, I think for me, from just listening to what you just said, it just feels like, yeah, listening to that music that jogs a memory, you can, absolutely. I get it all the time, particularly in Ibiza. It's definitely an island where I've got some great memories from way back when here. And sometimes, you know, you might even be in a club and a really old track from maybe the first time you went clubbing when you were like 20-something comes on. That was a very long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> comes on and, yeah, you just, you can actually completely and utterly re-kind of encapsulate that precise moment and how you were feeling in it which is bonkers and and amazing because it also means that as I've also discovered in my older age when I've obviously not wanted to maybe get quite so toxic on my journey to getting uh, high on life um I, I I've been to you know different types of dance workshops retreats like five rhythms and um, I've went to a contact dance festival in Goa and I do feel like once you've had that experience of feeling a certain way when you hear a certain kind of music you can get that feeling back just from, from listening to that that music again and um, I think that's one of the most amazing things about music actually for sure the trigger point of um, remembering um, 
yeah exactly how how you were when you previously heard it so I'm looking forward to seeing how that's uh, going to unfold and we're almost here by the looks yeah, of it so we better wrap this up I just want to say what you've just said it like you know in Doctor Who there's time travel if there's one form of time travel that we can experience now is through music and music can be like the imprint of a certain time of your life and if you want to remember something get your soundtrack for it and it will just help with the memory that's what I feel <laughs> yeah we're very nearly there um amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna try that i tell you what the last thing i will also add we're not quite there yet (laughs) is that you know my stepdad was the person in my life that really got me into music and he had this massive record collection and he would get you know get the old record player out on a saturday afternoon and just dance around the lounge for a couple of hours and when i hear those songs you know they were predominantly like dire straits or michael jackson or david bowie or you know he literally put my entire kind of like music memory if you like in place and when those tracks come on I'm instantly transported to this real feeling of warmth and happiness and love and connection through my family in that lounge you know maybe my mum would come in and join us and dance around for a bit as well and then my brother and you know we'd have like a a really lovely kind of bonding time as a family so you know I might be in a nightclub in Ibiza and then that feeling will come up for me and it's it's just amazing it really is amazing so um we're going to talk a little bit um after we've been to the sound healing therapy about um, your mission for this documentary and how we can kind of raise some money to help you make this um make this piece and um and get this story heard but um right now we are parking up parked up engines off keys out let's go (laughs) let's Let's go Withers, one of uh, Jodie's glamorous helpers. Good morning. Good morning. So that was a pretty special session. It was. It was very, very powerful today. Really, really powerful. It was, yeah. Struck a lot of emotions on all levels, I think, with all of us. And um, certainly seemed to um, really open up a lot of the clients that are normally pretty in their heads and in in their own self. And, um, yeah, today was, was... we could see big breakthroughs in, in, in a fair few of them, which was incredible, really beautiful to see, very moving. I saw a lot of tears kind of um, yeah, being well, welled up in people's eyes, including my own, when this woman burst into song, which I really didn't expect to happen, actually, and it was a really amazing sound coming out of her. She, she was she wow. sing most weeks, but this week she actually sang a different song, which then triggered, actually, a few of the other people... Um, that, that normally don't sing and, and to see them singing as well was just incredible so yeah it was really very profound, very very deep, very amazing today. I wonder yeah. what brought that on for her, that was quite unbelievable just obviously triggered something in, in her past and you could see it just it, it, she came alive she, she, she woke up and it's just, that's the beauty of, of music and, and this work, it really does 
bring people alive and it's just yeah uh, I feel very very humbled to, to be here and experience this and, and be able to assist so yeah what, was she a singer in a former life because that wasn't you know she wasn't just average she was pretty pretty impressive that song wasn't it who you, sorry I didn't hear what the lady that, that sang the, the big song um, I don't know she's from Mallorca I think she's from a, a sort of wealthier family or something because the way she speaks about her past sometimes makes me think and then she always says how everyone is the same and how she loves everyone you know the same referring she also used to love all the people who worked for her and uh, it's also interesting to see all the politics between them and how they love each other and how they also don't and they have their own, inter- you know, their preferences. And it's like going to, you know, it's a kindergarten. Also. You see the purity of each soul shining through somehow and all the characters are very... There's a sort of a caricature of each character comes through. And, uh, for example, Antonio, I'm just mad in love with him. I, I just come for him almost. Just to see his smile makes my week. He's got such a magic smile, and I just think of him all week. Here, you know, and Teresa, her sweetness and how she comes out. Sometimes, all of them, I sort of. Have was a Antonio the man in the red tracksuit with with the the, the lack of teeth? La- yes, who has only one tooth, and his smile is just enlightened, like any incredible guru. I just come here, and I see him, and I just feel totally happy all week. My name is Lella and I've been coming here for a few months just to support um, Jodi's incredible class and I just find it so enriching to step out of my everyday reality and see some other reality here of Ibiza that I don't get to see otherwise. So just to be able to come here is a real blessing for me to bring back to my everyday life and I just to remember the smiles and the eyes of these people in this and I've gotten to know their names and their characters. It's just I feel really lucky and grateful to Jodie for bringing me here. And I really hope it can expand to so many other hospitals and hospices here in Ibiza because I think you know, so many other people could benefit. And around the world, really, I can just see the difference it makes to them and how eagerly they come to this class and how sad they are if we skip a class or if the holidays ahead. It's just, I can see the magic it brings to their lives. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't seem like these people were reluctant participants. They're very, uh, they're very up for it, definitely. And I think the kind of, uh, the laughter yoga section was just like, very impromptu, but amazing. There's a few of them, actually, who are quiet and passive, the whole class, but they choose to come here. And uh, I, so I can just see that even if through their passivity, they're definitely receiving and downloading some joy and music in their hearts that they carry with them I'm sure of it and then they're the ones who clearly just change incredibly during the class and you can see how they leave the class with a totally different step Beautiful. And you, Georgina, have been running for uh, to raise some cash to get this documentary together. And yeah. you did a 12k run. I did. I did on Saturday. I did uh, ran for 12 kilometres um, with the intention to raise a thousand euros um, that would uh, go towards making a documentary to show um, basically the general public the effects of. Um, music and movement and, and frequency on the mind 
um, not just for Alzheimer's and dementia um, patients, but really just the effects and the power of music and sound and, and you know, what magic it creates and, you know, that, that you know, it's a natural thing that's being given to us and, um, yeah, we need to be drawing on that more than uh, the conventional side of, of medicine. Estrella. Estrella. Hola, Estrella. Encantada. <laughs> Milagro. Milagro? Milagro. Milagro. Hola. 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 ¿Qué tal? <laughs> Encantada. Igualmente. Se ríe, si no está en actividad de, de alegría y de cosas, se duerme. Muy bonito los uh, ojos. El mío lo tengo, hace ocho años que lo tengo malo. Me rompieron la córnea, la córnea me rompieron. Hace ocho años que estoy con el ojo, ya está bien. ¿Cuándo quedaron tú los dos? ¿Cuándo tú tienes...? 14 años? 14. She was 14. Él 16. He was 16. When they met. Vivíamos, When they met. vivíamos una casa y otra. Ah, they lived separately. Junto. Oh, de, Vivíamos. Vale. ¿Eh? Y él que me vio. Sí. Ay, que guapa, muy guapa. Con el pelo largo, rizado. <laughs> he was a hottie. Decía, She was a hottie and he saw it. <laughs> no, no. Esta no, esta no se me escapa ni. <laughs> y, se, y cuando bailábamos, bailábamos que le llamaban el baile chaleco. El baile chaleco. Chaleco, un tipo chaleco, de bailar. Tipo de bailar. Vamos a bailar. Dance. Me sacaban los It chicos. Y él se ponía en el medio y decía: No baila. He wasn't, no, wasn't into dancing. Nada más que con él, con él, con él, con él. Y ya fue y dice: Yo quiero para siempre, para siempre, que sea mía. Wow, strong words. Strong moves. ¿Cuántos años está casado? Casada. ¿Casada? Sí. ¿61? ¿Cuántos años tienes tú? Yo, 84. 84 years old. ¿Y él cuántos años tiene? 87. 87. Me lleva tres, me lleva tres años. Mira, más joven. Los dos. You look sí. very young. No se lo cree la gente que yo tengo 84. No, la verdad. ¿Cómo esta sesión ayudarle? ayudarle esta sesión. ¿Cómo ayudarle? Que como, cuando, cuando tú vienes eh, con él, con él como esta sesión de música, como ayudarle tú y, y Malagro. No te comprendo. ¿Qué te digo? Que como con la música, sí. que como íbamos nosotros sí. con la música, sí. bien, bien, bailando, cantando, todo. <risa> íbamos a bailar aquí, en yeah. Camventosa. Paso doble, todo lo que nos salía bailábamos. ¿eh? Y baile. Baile, muy uh, joven. Loves it very much. Lit up. Yes. Gracias. 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 Yo. 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 
so a little winter trip down memory lane um, from when I was there with Jodie, um, seeing that incredible gathering of, um, of patients at the Casares Hospital. Um, absolutely heartwarming work and really incredible to see the transformation actually of those patients um, during that experience. So that is work that will continue again as soon as the summer ends. Um, and if you do wish to donate to um, Jodie's documentary making of that, um, then you can go to her Asama Sounds page, which is the name of the charity that supports it. It's A-S-A-M-A. Or just look up her page on Facebook, Jodie Swingler. It's not Jodie Swinger, Jodie Swingler, uh, with G-L-E-R. Um, but she will, of course, um, be continuing to do that work. And you can check out more on her profile on the Reset Rebel uh, website, theresetrebel.com. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening again. Um, this podcast has been brought to you, powered by Giggle Water. Um, live, love, and sparkle uh, for the rest of your week ahead. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks again. See you soon. Reset Rebel. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel.